Sup. Yeah, it uh, also part of the reason I was running a little bit late is I had to get changed into my podcasting uniform. I'm glad that we have a podcasting <laughs> uniform now. If we ever get a chance to do a live show, we have to wear these. <laughs> Yeah, it's so. kind of critical. We need to make merch that's just a tracksuit, but with like our logo on it. That would actually be <laughs> sick as fuck to get like custom Adidas tracksuits where instead of this, it's just our our show logo, which is Buckethead's logo. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, pretty good. Um, so I went through um, I went through a phase, uh, a zone, a. T- an obsession i don't know what to call it i went through a thing with the song click click boom by saliva uh somewhat recently this was maybe about Mm -hmm. mm, three to five months ago i don't remember time is what is time um Mm -hmm. i listened i was just like driving to a friend of mine's house and um, it's a really short drive so i was like i can only have time i only have time to listen to one song what song should i listen to and I am the type of person where, like, I tend to go by my gut. So uh, whatever is the first song that pops into my head, it's eh, going to be the one I, I listen to in most circumstances. Now, typically, this is that means One Week by Bare Naked Ladies or Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. But in this circumstance, it actually meant Click Click Boom by Saliva. So <laughs> I listened to it, and then I was like, wow. I have enough time to listen to that song again. <laughs> so I listened to it twice on the way to my friend's house, and I was like, wow, huh. <laughs> so. You know, I've got, I've got so many questions me. about I'm that paragraph you just said. <laughs> However, I don't, I don't really have the language right now to uh, put, put, put all these words together for these, all these thoughts I'm feeling. So well, I'm revisit this later once I figure out how to ask you more questions about bare naked ladies. Should you decide you desire to live deliciously um, at, in choir, feel free. It, you know, Spencer, it's uh, it's been uh, one week since you looked at me. One week, <laughs> one week, one week. I like how he says like one week. It's pretty good. Um, you know, yes, can we ben. talk about my favorite yes, line of that song? My yes, fa- Ben. My, no, my favorite line in that song is he, he says at one point, I have a history of taking off my shirt. And yeah, I like yeah, that. That's right that before the first something. chorus, I think, right? That song's pretty cool. I went through a, a thing with that song, too. I listened to it like a bunch for like a month. I was like listening. You know, actually, I take that back. It was about one week. <laughs> <laughs> you, should ha- you should listen to that song literally once every seven days. <laughs> Wait. So you what? can be like, it's, it's been one week, <laughs> and then press play. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'll start. I'll start doing that. I'll report back. That sounds good. Um. Cool. Anyway, saliva. Click, click, boom. So here's something about that song I didn't catch. You know, mm-hmm. when I was listening to it as a teenager, and I did listen to that song as a teenager, let me tell you. Oh, I know you did. I downloaded it off of LimeWire, and I listened mm. to it. I listened to it a decent bit. I wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was like huge, but it was definitely a song I liked, um, right. for sure. When I was like, but I was young when I liked that song. I was like maybe 12, 13, 
by the time I was 14, I don't think I listened to that song. Because, like, 14 was a huge year for me, musically. Like, I, I started That was a getting... big Blink-182 year for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, when I was and a 14... big, I believe a big ACDC year for you as well. That was a big ACDC year for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, 14, yeah. which w- would have been ooh, 2000... So I turned 14 in 2003... And so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So 2003 to 2004 was my 14-year-old year. And I listened to pretty much exclusively ACDC, uh, mm-hmm. Blink-182, Guns and mm-hmm. Roses. They were huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how topical. What? Oh, yeah. How, how topical. How topical. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, when I was a, when I was a bucket youth... Fuck yes. you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we maybe we should talk about this. I okay. think Ozzy is a bad vocalist. Sure. Like the way the <clears throat> way he uses his voice, it's not good. But here's the thing, I like mean, it's... no, I agree. Like like it, like comparing him to any like person who like actually tries to do interesting things with vocals. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm comparing him to any other like standalone metal frontman of that era. Oh yeah! Like if you compare him to like Halford, yeah. Oh my god! Fucking, Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's no ugh. comparison. It's like no, or like, or like Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, no, no, exactly. com- no fucking comparison. Like or like yeah, totally. Um, he wrote some catchy songs though. So I mean, like I don't know. What can we say? <laughs> I mean, kinda. Like I feel like he did some of the legwork, but all of his best material has either Tony Iommi or um, fucking uh, Randall Rhodes Randy Rhodes involved hey you know like what? some of his stuff with Zach Wilde's pretty good dude like I like that stuff mm, that, okay. that that album he put it's... out in the 90s No More Tears that shit's good oh okay yeah No More Tears has a couple bangers yeah, it, on it yeah, like, the song like No More Tears bad. is actually pretty good yeah for sure no my T-I-S. except for his shitty shitty <clears throat> voice like he does something that's not hard for anyone to do yeah. and, like there's so many vocalists that are better than him but not nearly as revered I, as him see, i don't like... really th- see that as like something to hate him for i think it's more something that's curious like it is interesting and you're right it's just it's, I mean, it's he, more like hey he... like he managed to tap into something that people like and i don't know oh yeah he was one of the creators of the style which i mean like I guess good for him. However, like objectively, he's technically not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. But I mean, like a... that can be said for a lot of musicians, <laughs> like really That's influential true. ones like, too. It was all about their attitude and where they were at the time. Yeah, like, I mean, totally. you know. And and like that that aspect of music, I think, is super interesting. Honestly, like I right, I like to think I mean, about you, that sort of stuff. Yeah, because you, you compare like. Even there's bands that are kind of in a way, um, I don't know, contemporaries. Like you could say Extreme, Mr. Big, and uh, like Motley Crue were all kind of contemporary bands. Sure. But like the levels of talent in those bands are wildly different. Yeah. But also the level of, like, the quality and, like, long-lastingness of the recordings are wildly different. Yeah, like, right? no one recognizes anything fucking Mr. Big or Extreme I would say, now. like, 
every single member of Motley Crue, with the exception of Tommy Lee, is fucking trash. Like, yeah, they're like, all bad at what they do, and Tommy Lee is okay. Yeah, Tommy Lee's the only he, one that's like he just he yeah. stands out because he's the only one who's marginally talented in a band of like. I mean, that being said, they wrote some songs that are probably gonna live forever, and that's kind of amazing. Like, and and, and so I actually have hate. to give that one to to McMar. McMars. Or, like, or is it McMar? I think it's McMars. Is that right? I don't remember. McMars. Whatever. Yeah, I read the book and I don't remember. The guy who looks like he does the most heroin in the band, who surprisingly does the least heroin in the band. This is true. Yeah. Like he's he's the only one who looks like he freshly crawled out of a grave every day, but he's also the one who's never died. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Totally. Um, uh, I mean, they're all right. They're they're an in- wow. I mean, that band is like so many conversations. Like, holy shit! Did yeah. you ever read The Dirt? I have not. Oh man, that no. book is nuts, dude. Okay, let me tell you about the one scene from. The the dirt that I think of every time that book gets brought up, and it's not in the movie. And I was really like, I was hoping, I knew they would not ever for the movie. And the movie is a very different thing. It's very stylized. It's very like light. But the book is kind of dark in the sense that like those dudes got fucked up. They got so yeah. fucked up. Like they got so know, fucked up for like years at a time. The fucking like, Tommy nuts. Tommy Lee snorted a line of. Ants. No, no, no. Is... That's, that's Ozzy. Ozzy did that. Oh, was that Ozzy? Ozzy. Wait, wait. Sno- so Tommy Lee, rumor has it, snorted a line of coke the length of his as body. As long as him. Yes. Which is, as someone who's done coke. <laughs> that's fucking insane. <laughs> I find that so impressive. Like, that's that's got to be, like, like, a conservative, conservative estimate yeah. here. He snorted, I'd say, like four to six grams of cocaine in one go, which is crazy. <laughs> like, that's fucking insane. If you meet someone who's on a gram of coke a day habit, you're like, what the fuck, guy? Like, yeah, that's if if, yeah. if you can do a week's worth of that kind of habit in like a moment. <laughs> You have you have my respect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what else can you kill him of, at that point? It's like, damn, dude, that's commitment to I, I can't give him coke. I can't up. afford that habit. Like, I'm wearing a white Adidas tracksuit, but I can't afford as much coke as this makes me look like I can. Eh. Um, <laughs> I would say it looks like you might know a guy where you could get some coke. That's about it. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, okay, so the the scene I always think of from that book. Now, that book, The Dirt, was written by a guy named Neil Strauss, who, you know, collected yes. basically just, he just talked to the dudes in that band, like a bunch, and mm-hmm. basically transcribed mm-hmm. it and, like, kind of embellished it a little bit himself. That dude... Was it? So so this was, I believe, after he wrote the, hero, or he ghost wrote the Heroin Diaries for I'm, Nikki Six. I think this is before... Are you sure? I thought it was and after. And the, the heroin diaries is, is uh, what's his name from Red Hot Chili Peppers, isn't it? 
No, it's Nikki Six. Oh, that's scar tissue. Sorry. They're all the same. Yeah. All those books blur together. It's like, oh, heroin guy. I mean, I and know. they're all like ghost written by Neil Strauss. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, he's the he's the dude. He's the dude for that shit. You know, anyways. Yeah. Uh, but in the dirt, there's a scene, and I think it's I think when so the way that book is written is that kind of like he kind of establishes who in in the beginning of each chapter he kind of establishes who that chapter is from the the perspective of basically um and he kind of in like he kind of uh brings in um like quotes from things that that they actually said and then kind of like tells a story based on that um and one of the scenes that's described, and I think this is from Nikki Six, but it could have been McMar. Um, McMar, mm-hmm. I I don't remember. Is it McMar or McMars? This is gonna drive a lot of people insane. Mc, like, McMars, it's McMars. It's McMars. Okay, that's what I thought. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking of Mick Barr. That's who you're thinking of. You're thinking of Mick Barr from Travis. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually thinking of um, uh, the guy from the fucking Smiths. Um, to- oh, Johnny Marr. Johnny Mars. Yeah. Ma- no, it's Mar- Johnny Marr. Johnny Marr. Johnny, Mar- two, two Johnny Marr and Mick right. Mars. Right. And it's weird that I get them mixed up because, like, <laughs> I only like one of those two people. Like, I guess both of them are actually technically talented guitarists who have, have written a bunch of, like, important, impactful material, and they actually look fairly similar. Like, Mick, Mick Mars looks like a dead version of um, of Johnny Marr. <laughs> okay, I'd say. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking about the dirt. Right, every time mm. the dirt gets brought up, and weirdly, yeah. the dirt gets brought up in my life like enough that all I think about time. it every day. <laughs> That's all you you live a dirt life. <laughs> Not anymore. I used to, but these <laughs> now, days I'm... I didn't say van life. I said dirt life, <laughs> dude. I'll t- I can tell you some stories about dirt life. I know we've. I, I'll, I'm gonna. Re- <laughs> I'm gonna release them as <laughs> the, as bonus podcasts eventually. <laughs> the van chronicles, the car chronicles, mm. sequels of the van chronicles. Um, every time it gets brought up, I think about the scene where it's so. Nikki Six and I fucking I think it's Mick Mars, but it could have been Vince Neil. God, I don't know. So two of the dudes from Motley Crue, mm-hmm. let's say Nikki Six and, and Mick Mars okay. are in a van and they're mm-hmm. both fucking different women in this van. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're fucking them in this van is because their girlfriends at the time are at the hotel where the bands are staying. So they, they fuck these girls in the back of this van, both of them, same time. It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, it's, it's a vibe. <laughs> and then afterwards, they're like, oh, shit, our dicks are going to smell like pussy. But, and the girls are going to notice. So they went across the street to a burrito stand and both bought two burritos. And they stuck their dicks in the burritos to cover up the pussy smell so they could not get caught by their girlfriend. <laughs> Which is like, it's like, that's like the most explodingest brain solution to that problem. Like, I can't even think of a better one. Next level (laughs) galaxy brain 
Like, and also an addendum to the song, uh, Let Me Smell Your Dick. Um, <laughs> that's all, this is also a thing I always think about when I hear that song. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, like burrito. Yeah, it's <laughs> Nick Mars dick- like his dick in a burrito. <laughs> 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 and Nikki Six. Like, I like to imagine that they did it at the same time. Because, like, they both fucked those girls at the same time in that van, mm-hmm. right? And like, so I like to think that they went back in the van. They like both pulled out their dicks, and they're like, "All right, we gotta stick our dicks in this burrito." <laughs> like, and they're just like doing that together in the back of a van. It's great. I mean, I, I like to imagine <laughs> that they only bought one burrito, and then they stuck their dicks in it, and it was like Lady and the Tramp <laughs> with their <laughs> dirty fucking syphilitic rock star dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, syphilitic rock star dicks. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> like Lady of the Tramp, but with their syphilitic rock star dicks. I think that's the full title of the episode. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So maybe we should eat, uh, uh, start this episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go for it. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britain. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 284 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to it. Three at a time. This is Getting Head, a Bucket Slogs, friends, and bucket heads. This is episode 11 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. What's up? Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we just talked for so long. Yeah, that was a that was a half an hour cold open we did. I'm going to try to cut it down, but there was so much good meat in there. It yeah, was like, like uh, you could just use that for us. No, that was that was. Talking. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can pretend that we talked about the albums. It was uh, it was, it was yeah. like a pork belly. There was so much good meat in there, friend. Yeah, it's all all good meat and fat. Yeah, I love that we're both wearing tracksuits. One could say we were chewing the fat. Yeah, <laughs> we are, but we're also chewing the tracksuits. So we're yeah. wearing tracksuits right now. It's pretty Actually, cool. Actually, come to think of it, as a vegan, you don't really get to chew the fat literally in any way, do you? Uh, except when I'm, like, eating big chunks of coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty... Yeah, that's not a thing I do. <laughs> that sounds pretty, um... Bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's less than desirable, uh, as they say. Or I guess um, you could, like, so... freeze, uh, freeze, like, um canola into cubes and like chew on those uh, no just suck on it until it like thaws mm. out and get that greasy yeah food. suck on some food. canola vegan that's what i'm gonna start saying to vegans <laughs> i know sure like, <laughs> like, if, uh, i'd say literally 75 percent or better of the people that i work with that i actually like are vegans so I've had to like Good. acclimate to actually like respecting vegans in a weird way. 
Okay. And this has nothing to do with you. I uh, yeah, it you shouldn't. Had no like, I have nothing this. to do with any of this. No. I, I remember one time, like, I was hanging out with you and a bunch of other people, and like, you were being weird for some reason. You were like, uh, "I want you should be my dirtbag vegan friend," and I was like, "I am a dirtbag, but I'm also not going to be that. I'm not going to like." give you shit for eating meat or anything and then you're like no no no, you should though and i was like no yeah, like be, shut up like what is that you're like you should call me a carnist and i was like <laughs> what the fuck is happening like I'm, I'm right that'd be funny you should be funnier spencer i'm, I'm so right i should be a you know how they have like life coaches i should be sure. like that but for like just people being funnier or just shittier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like you could do both. Like, I, I think they're kind of the same thing. Like, I think they're the not shitty, mutually exclusive. They're, they're definitely like... not mutually exclusive. Like, <laughs> I, I think like there is a certain way to get shittier while being like necessarily funnier to a yes. point. Like, there, there's a point where like you get so shitty that you're just like completely self-absorbed. And uh, oh my god, I I spilled. I spilled some beer. Can you see this nice stain here? Yeah, oh I can. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, just so everyone knows, Britt is wearing a white tracksuit with black stripes, and I'm wearing a black tracksuit with white stripes that Britt got for me yes. for my birthday. I actually bought them both together. That's so sick. Yeah. I bet whoever like sold those to you was like, this person rules. <laughs> Yeah, they were probably also like, why are they buying such drastically different sizes of tracksuit? Like, this person, <laughs> this person must have some real issues with their, like, body image. Sure. They, they were right. <laughs> they were right. Yikes. <laughs> cool. Uh, I had a birthday. That was the thing that happened. You did. You turned 32 years old. I did. Just like me. I'm 32 years old for the next four months. Look at that. You know, you know what I actually found inadvertently is I found a meme you made for me for my 31st birthday that just has a picture of the band 311 and yeah. like the logo is above the band. Mm. And it you, you, you framed the text in a way that says happy 31st birthday, but it just uses the, the, the 311 three logo. 311 yeah, yeah. logo. yeah. yeah. It it was really amazing and yeah. it made me really excited. Yes, <laughs> no, namaste, brother. It's my <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> my pleasure to make dumbass bullshit that you somehow enjoy. Oh, it's, it's really so good. it's my it, favorite. It is bullshit. really my pleasure because <laughs> I've got all this dumbass bullshit rattling around inside this dumb fucking. I know. Head. What are you gonna do with it? And like, so, like when I like when someone's like, "Hey, this thing's happening," I'm like, "My dumbass bullshit's relevant." Let me do a thing about it. And then people are like, yes, hey, I, uh, I actually kind of appreciate your dumbass bullshit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is the only Feels thing good. I care about in life. Yeah, only thing I, I care about. What, like, what else are you going to do? You know, uh, you know, you get a smoke weed, um, a plant seed. Oh yeah! Uh, <laughs> by, by that, <laughs> by that I mean smoke weed and spread your seed, brother. Smoke weed, plant seed. I'm talking about hot dabs and fucking heavy cream pies, my bro. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, but you could also just like plant real seeds. Like that's also no, nice. No, you need to raw dog that pussy. Ur time. <laughs> if you don't, you're you suck. 
it's funny because our lighting does look the same. Like it, it is. It's yeah. probably because we're using the same lights, and I like told you probably. exactly how to gay it up, and you did. Dude, yeah, oh, they're sick, bro. It's I'm great, like, though, I really right? Like every, great. Thank everyone you. who comes into my apartment's <laughs> like, I love your lighting, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's gay. I'm feeling and like, like I'm I'll gay, send you, and I'm I'll, like, cool. Let's I'll suck send you, dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I'll send you a proper picture because like it looks so good. Yeah, it's really nice. Um. Oh, I do have stuff to talk about though. Like we haven't I that I, we haven't gotten to yet. So like, what's I, well, yeah? Let's let's go into our first section of the show. What's new? What's up? What's going on, dog? <laughs> yes, our first section of the show. Yeah, so good. after after fifty five minutes <laughs> hour, of talking, hour of talking, talking about <laughs> Motley Crue tangentially. Great. Okay. And burrito cocks. <laughs> burrito cocks. Burrito cocks. All right. Go uh, for cool. Um. Anyways, yeah, I had a birthday. It was cool. I turned 32. Uh, yes, you did. It was all right. You know, that's a year. Happy Spencer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, I I, I posted a, a link in one of my... Well, not a link, actually. I just in one of my... I posted a story mm-hmm. on my Instagram profile okay. my, on my birthday. And I said, hey... It's my birthday, you know. If you want to buy me a drink, I'm on Venmo and I, I put my little Venmo there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and my Cash App thing. Cool. And it's the same. And uh, I got some money. Nice. Surprisingly, people send me money. Nice. That's birthday. dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, it was actually like really sweet and it was really cool and like. So I've been I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, it's not like a huge sum of money, but it's enough money. It's more money than I I think I would have expected to get yeah. from strangers on the internet. Well, well it, I guess a lot of the people that sent me money were not strangers. So, but I mean, you you asked them to buy you a drink, so you yeah, literally, I mean, to to be. I think I need to spend all of this money on alcohol, all, right? On alcohol, all of it. Every yeah, yeah, penny. right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like enough money that it that's like too much alcohol for any person i mean it depends like, like you can buy a, like some top shelf shit like you know if you got a few hundred bucks like buy some good alcohol like most people don't know like good alcohol is i mean not really worth it but in a way like the experience is something amazing um sure and i, I would recommend like i don't know if you'd like to go and you can use your money on your stuff, and I'll use my money on my stuff. But if you'd like to go, like, whiskey tasting or something like that, or, like, okay. tasting, yeah. like, high-quality alcohol, yeah, yeah, that's the like thing I like to do. Like, doing flights of, like, really high-quality stuff is pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. And like, Oh, no, out... totally. That, that shit's fun as hell. Like, I can't yeah. wait for the world to, like, be a thing again. Because, yeah, yeah. like, there's shit like that that I have, like, wanted to do forever. Yeah. I've been to a lot of, like, breweries and stuff, and I've, mm-hmm. I've done flight. It's in, like, tastings and stuff there. Yeah. Whoa, that was a burp. Holy shit. No. Ooh, I'm feeling so much better. Wow, that was like, damn. That, that like, yeah. lightened you, my you, soul. You, you was gassy. Girl, you was gassy. You was okay. bloated. You've got to get rid of that. you got to take a fight, girl. Take a, take a couple minutes going to the walk-in. Have some thoughts, you know? You got to fight, <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, you do. Like, <laughs> girl, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you got to have some thoughts. <laughs> All right? And if you're bloaty... You gotta go on the walk and you gotta have some thoughts because otherwise you're gonna be all out of sorts in front of the customers and you can't do that. Swartz. Swartz. You, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta go on and the walk and have that. some thoughts, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's pretty good. Uh, so I I made a fucking bunch of candles. <laughs> like that's that's all you I've did. been trying to you get to for the last you made hour. Me a candle for yeah, I for made Christmas. You a candle. Yeah. I did. Um, a candle that uh, is a mega lunch candle that is a bonus podcast that we need to do, and perhaps yeah. by a bonus podcast I mean a bonus like literal podcast that's a series of podcasts about <laughs> mega. Like, there's so much to say about mega lunch, like it cannot be overstated. That's true. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I made a bunch of candles, <clears throat> and. Uh, so here's the thing, making candles is easy as fucking shit. I so know. Big... One of my partners recently like told me, "Hey, we, we got to make candles," and I was like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah, here's a candle I made you, and it was a great cinnamon candle, and it smelled wonderful." Uh huh. And I'm like, "Shit, I should make candles." And then you gave me a candle, and I'm like, "Shit, if Spencer can do it, it's got to be easy as fuck." I know, right? <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> Spencer is almost as fucking dumb as me, so like, <laughs> like, if, he can, if he can do it, I could probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So here's the thing. Big Candle is a fucking rip, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, for 20 bucks, you can get the supplies to make, like, six candles. Like, yeah. candles I mean- are... Cheap and check this out. Well, so we there are huge two candles? steps to yeah. making candles. Can I tell you the two steps of making candles? <laughs> Melting wax and then pouring it. <laughs> no, pouring doesn't count as a step. Okay. <clears throat> so, the two steps of making candles are: uh-huh, hit me. You heat up the wax. Okay. You let the ma- the wax. You know, you let it melt. You make sure that <laughs> the wax is hot. Okay. okay, that's step one. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for step two? Go do it. Step two, you you pour in some essential oils. Just whatever you got. <laughs> I mean, just, you, you, just you, throw it in there. you don't need to do that. You 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 just provided it in in essential step. I mean, I know they're essential oh. oils, but they're actually not essential. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, Th- that's true, that's true. It's not required. But this was this was a step I followed. You know why? Because I wanted them to smell good, and they do. Uh, so then, check this out, check this out. We're not done. There's, I'm sorry, there's three steps to making candles. Mm-hmm. I said something earlier, and it was a lie. I said that pouring doesn't count, but pouring does count, because mm-hmm. the third step is pour the candle wax into something it doesn't even matter what it is like it just anything like you just pour it in there and then you you just leave it alone like, you know i i was i'd say i could have told you that but i literally did like uh, 90 seconds ago and you were no, like no no, I, no that doesn't count as a step no i know i know i know uh it's better this way though <laughs> Um, but anyway, okay. so like I figured out how to make candles and like I realized that making candles is easy as fuck. So mm-hmm. like I, I did a little bit of that and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I don't know. Are you, how, how are, about you, gonna, you? are you going to create a n- new metal candle society? <laughs> oh, wow. That makes me excited. Uh, <laughs> you know you maybe. could actually like make decent money doing that, right? You know. Just retooling. Like I could just uh, go to the thrift store and buy a bunch of weird cups, and then I could make little labels with like David Draymond's face or like 
you know, uh, Olymp Biscuit the, That's logo. the uh, vocalist for Disturbed. Uh, <laughs> if anybody didn't know. Uh, um. You know, I could just, like, put that on there with, like, a scent that smells like roses or, like, nice flowers or something. And then I sell that you, for You should make it smell like the sickness. Like, you should just put, like, find a way to, like, extract, like, the, um, the scent of... Um, uh, like vomit and uh, <laughs> maybe like Robitussin DM <laughs> and uh, wow. Uh, I was thinking like if you were gonna make uh, uh, maybe for a juggalo candle, like oh, what if I made no, juggalo that'd be, that'd, candles? That'd be, That's that'd be funny. Robitussin cough <laughs> in a juggalo <laughs> candle. Yeah, like a juggalo candle would be like Robitussin Fago and like uh, I don't know. You know, meth pipe. <laughs> yeah, what are they? What are they? Because they gotta mix something with Fago, right? Like, is it is it cheap vodka? What do they? What do they get drunk I, off with Fago? Fago and vodka sounds pretty good. That, no, it doesn't. Great. It doesn't. Whatever, soda and vodka is fine. Yeah, but have you had Fago? Like, Fago's great. I feel like Fago used to be like cane sugar, and now it's all high fructose corn syrup. And it's disgusting. I don't care about that because you know what doesn't matter is that I I don't care. I it, I think it does when it comes to soda and like. But so, like that's the thing. I like I don't drink. I barely ever drink soda. True, so like okay. when I do, like I don't so, think it matters if I have a Coca Cola or whatever. Right, right. And so I, I do drink like whatever different interesting sodas because that's part of my job. Mm -hmm. I am a. Um, oh, tell me about your fancy soda job. I'm a paid soda connoisseur now. So, uh, recently, actually, um, I've been getting into the soda. Uh, I've been contacting them for the last, like, six months. I found out about them a while ago. They're from Brooklyn, New York, which they belong in. Um, oh, yeah. It sounds like it already. They're called... They're an artisanal soda... United craftery. Sodas of America is their brand oh. name. Oh, okay. And you All know right. what? You know what they are? What's that? Fucking Amazing. The best sodas okay. you'll have in your life. Like they're they're, like, they're thirty calories a piece, limited sugar added. Um, and then they use like some a few natural like uh, sugar additives too. But like xylitol. No, not xylitol. It, like way more natural than that. Even like okay. something I had to look up, and I was like, oh, that's Stevia. just like another plant derivative. That's not. Um, oh, monk fruit extract. Even better than that. Monk fruit's good though. I like monk fruit a lot. I, to be honest, I don't like that shit. It's weird. Really? Somebody brought a bunch of that shit to my work, and I was like, what is this bullshit? Monk, monk fruit is so much better than like stevia though. Like monk fruit actually works in coffee. Monk fruit is one of the better sweeteners I, out there. I guess I just don't really fuck with sweet stuff. I don't know. I guess that's my thing. yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't either. And so that's the thing is like I don't. Uh, I realized the other day that, um, as a human being, I don't really eat desserts. Yeah, like me either. I just I just don't eat desserts. Like I don't. Yeah, I unless don't... it's like a fancy occasion and like you're out. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, right. Somebody like, like exactly. somebody's yeah, yeah. like, oh, I'm ordering dessert. Mm -hmm. Like, which one do you want? Something. Right, right. I'm like, or, okay. or if or if I'm like I. There's a couple things where, like, you know, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm like, hey, I see they have that. Wait, 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 wait. Do you remember restaurants? Do you remember? Do you remember? I, God, do you remember I don't even remember the last restaurant I was at, dude. I don't either. God, like, I straight <laughs> up, if, if, like, I, if, like, when I was there, I would have jerked off in the bathroom just to, like. Oh, I don't want 
jerk off. Chef's kiss the fucking memory of actually being at a goddamn wow. restaurant. You know, remember, you could be like, bring me more drinks. And then they just bring you more drinks. And then oh, you could God. just God, remember drinking. being at a bar and being so drunk that you're like, just like, you have your head down on a counter. And yes. the bartender's like, uh, what's next? <laughs> and you're like, like, holy, I gotta go home. Nothing but bad decisions. <laughs> Give me another. And there uh, you go. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I I almost missed that, but at the same time, like, uh, my bank account and my therapist, my mental health, uh, my physical health, uh, and uh, once again, my bank account actually really appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember forgetting your card at shows and then having to go back to the venue the next day and get your card? Because that's happened to me only once. It's but it was bullshit. Once, I, <laughs> I felt like an actually, that's, that's never happened to me. Like, I've, uh, yeah. I've only left once left my wallet and I left my ID one time at a bar, but not a show. And then uh, I lost my wallet one time for several years, and I like replaced everything in it. But then someone hit me up on Facebook in a message that I didn't see for like eight months because it wasn't <laughs> someone I knew. Yeah, yeah, it was a message request. Exactly. And yeah. it was just someone was like, hey, I think I found your wallet. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but then I, Damn I did it, I already fixed this them, problem. Cool. Yeah, yeah, right. <sighs> but, you know, it, it's always cool to, like, have... Uh, and uh, straight up, um, at the time, it's still, like, one of the best ID photos I've ever had. And so I was like, shit, I want that ID back because yeah, it was just like... It. If it looks good, you know? It was so good. It was like me with like very little hair and I was just like... I had this, this grin on my face that was just the shit-eatingest grin you've ever seen. It was like, hey, I'm cool. The grin, like... <laughs> you don't look cool now when you do that face. Like, you know I want what? you to know that. Shut but... <laughs> up. Shut up. I've got a lot more hair now. I've got a beard and stuff. You can fuck yeah, up. so it doesn't look as cool, obviously. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I look, I look more like I might have voted for, you know, not like I might have voted for um, against the people's interests. Party. And that's yeah. that's that's the one problem with a beard. I think is like, I mean, I guess the problem with like politics in general and um, whoa. Like, masculinity in general is, like, masculinity is seen as, like, definitely center-right or to the right so often when I think it really should be the opposite. Like, the manliest foods out there are very leftist. Like, the biggest, craziest, burly dudes I know are all big gay bears, and they're very far on the left. And, uh, Hell yeah! They will not only fuck you up, but <laughs> if you want to, they will. F- they will fuck you. They will fuck you. Hell yeah! You you love to see it. You do. That's something you love to see. You love to smell it. Oh. Whoa. So we listened to three buckethead albums. <laughs> 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 we did listen to three Buckethead albums. So this uh, this week we uh, listened to um, Pike's Thirty One, 
33. 33, yeah. Pearson Square, Rise of the Blue Lotus, and Pumpkin, respectively. Uh-huh. Yeah. But once again, Spencer. Yes. You're getting ahead. No! Of yourself. Yeah, you no! are. No! Yeah, you are. No! What? What? What did you miss? What 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 did you fuck uh, up again? What did okay. you fuck up for? All right, the right. tenth right. out of eleventh time at Brit. this point. Tenth out of eleventh. <laughs> One time you Brit. got it right. One time you've got it right. Brit. What's up? Can I yeah. ask you something? What's up? Will you, uh, will you, will you hit me with that bucket fast? <laughs> bucket fast. According to an interview with drummer Brain, while on tour with Buckethead. Uh, Buckethead likes to go hang out at malls while not playing. For the year he spent on tour with Buckethead and Dan Monty, when they were spending downtime in a new city, they would, quote, just go to the mall and vibe people out. Bucket really likes people watching. You know, we'd go and vibe out maybe get some fast food from like noon to five then we'd go set up and play a show okay so there's a lot to unpack here like firstly i really have to acknowledge him calling buckethead simply bucket I mean, given Brain is one of the people who's known Buckethead, I'd say the longest and most intimately, like... Yes. I I rely on um, Brain and Brian Monty interviews, um, mostly for for Buckethead information. Actually, honestly, oddly, a lot of the time, the drummers that play with Buckethead have the most insight into who Buckethead is as a person. Buckethead. Bucket, yes. Bucket. And uh, so when I listened to this interview, um, which was uh, done, I don't know by whom exactly, but some British guy back in like 2014 or something, he... um Bucket. Bucket. Um, <laughs> you know, there was a, a good portion of the questions when he only asked fan uh, requested questions, which was like, about 15 minutes of just Buckethead questions. Because, you know, I mean, Brain is a fantastic drummer and has done a lot of great projects himself, but he's been heavily associated with Buckethead. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. Like, I would, you know... I didn't think it was. Like, it would, No, okay. no, definitely not. Like, yeah, no, I would, I would love to be associated with, like, someone on that level of... I musicality. mean, we're we're somewhat associated with Buckethead at this point. <laughs> so kind of ish. Like we're not associated. Like he doesn't. He he doesn't want to play with us at all. And you well, know what? I well, would, we'll see about that. Because like that, I think like that's the ultimate like 
that's the ultimate thing that could happen from this podcast, right? Is we get to jam with Buckethead. So, so I mean, my ultimate... Like, it's um, never going to happen, but it's like the ultimate thing that right. could, you know? At the same time, in my opinion, the ultimate thing that can happen from this podcast is Buckethead uh, reaches out to us um, and decides to do a podcast with us, but not only that, but do the 300th Pike with us wow you me him dan monty do that lat and, and he decides to make it the last pike the pike to close the door on the pike series why do you think that 300 is going to be the last pike god do you have a hidden pike his, knowledge well he's got he's got six more and it uh at the rate he's in, he's releasing them at this point which is about one every like two to three months i think we're going to have this project about wrapped up by the time he releases the 300 to 305th pike. That's heavy. I mean, that's it's a lot of buckethead. I've, I've done we, the math. We still haven't Listen, talked I've about done the, the buckethead album. I've, I've we done the, should do I've done, that. I've done the bucket math. <laughs> bucket math. Bucket math. Bucket math. Bucket math. Okay. Pike number 31. Number we uh, we listened to some pikes this week, mm-hmm. yeah. Starting yeah, with uh, Pike Thirty One, Pearson's Square, yes. released on October Fourth, Twenty Thirteen. It was fine. It was pretty pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't. It's a it didn't, acoustic based, which yeah. is nice. You love yeah, to acu- see Buck and uh, acoustic guitar. It's nice. Uh, yeah, he it's definitely good. used Pure. a lot of the. Um, like the electric acoustic nylon string, you could hear mm-hmm. a lot of that in there. A lot of flat picking yeah. of that, and it was it was it, I mean it was it was good. Uh, it wasn't bad at any point. It's only album's only four tracks. Um, yeah, the titular track begins the album, and then there's Eagle's Nest. Uh, Eagle's Flight is track three, which is the longest at eleven and a half minutes. But each track on mm-hmm. here is at least five minutes or more. That is true, yeah. And then uh, track four, Hearts Delight. Um, what was? I mean, what what are your what are your feelings about this one? Um, to me, to me, it really it felt it was good. It was like not it was not unpleasant to listen to, it, but it mm-hmm. was very much. It felt like Buckethead kind of phoning it in, doing okay. the acoustic I, I would, stuff. I would I would agree with that at least for the first three tracks. Yeah. All sounded like the same exact thing, and I mean, it's not bad. It's it wasn't still bad. good. It was like, like it's it was, just you know so, it it was it didn't have like the yeah. magic. Uh, you know, tracks two and three, Eagle's Nest and Eagle's Flight, literally had the same chord progressions, um, and like slightly different production, maybe, but it was mostly like the exact same song, and so it was it was it was pretty much just like a twenty minute long song. It was in a, a pretty decent chord progression and like a lot of really good like flat picking nylon string solos, but just like nothing interesting at all, right? It's very it's very chill. It's very it buckethead being yeah. chill. It's a you vibe. Know? It it's was just inoffensive like... vibes. It made mm-hmm. me think mm-hmm. of like you know a boner pill commercial. Man, Background you're really music. you've 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 dropped that like three times now. Boner pill commercial. I think, I think about boner pills a lot. Have you ever taken a boner pill? 
No, I never have. Me neither. And maybe I, I'd like to. I'd like to be like uncontrollably horny. I think that'd be interesting. <laughs> I mean, and it seems I, I cool. guess I have been. It's like you know, when I've got the day off and I'm not doing anything, like sometimes I'll jerk off like eight, ten <laughs> times. You know, I'll just That's get a lot super of high. Off. It's a lot of jerking off, and you know, there's a lot of diminishing returns when jerking off. Like this is true. The first three to four, maybe five times, might actually all be pleasurable. But after that, like number six, you're just like actually looking at like the right hand <laughs> corner of the screen. Like, God, it's been like 25 minutes now, and I still haven't gotten off. And then like you find the, just the <laughs> one thing, Whoa, and you're dude. like, Whoa! <laughs> Oh, all right cool cool and then it's like that for the next like four times and especially by like the 10th time you're like god damn it it's been an hour and 15 minutes and i still haven't gotten off this isn't even edging this is just like the limits of human ability but then you find that one thing and you're like you know <laughs> And yeah, you I just, like, hit too. your prostate just right and just, like, I mean, you're literally, like, fisting yourself while doing, like, the hard grip and, like, <laughs> yes. oh, oh, the, the, the Popeye arm on the fucking, <laughs> you know, you, you've been there. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all we've all had to Popeye it and to come in. Sure. Yeah, no, this album's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have much to say about it. It's okay. It's a it's a totally acceptable Buckethead acoustic album. It is. It is, it is. not it, it on the level me of like some of his of, masterworks, uh, I don't think, but it is not bad, yeah, and it yeah, is it, enjoyable um, to listen to. So it reminded me a lot of uh, Pike uh, 17, The Spirit Winds, and Pike 18, The mm-hmm. Astrodome. Just Hell in, yeah. in that, it's like, you know, generally a driving, like, kind of chord structure and then just a lot of soloing over that for basically like you know at least half an hour uh, i really it, enjoyed yeah. heart's delight though the last track on there um pretty, that pretty was fun. definitely that was my favorite track out of these three mm-hmm. pikes entirely interesting uh, maybe maybe okay. i don't know pike 33 was something else but we'll get there <laughs> um yeah yeah, that was it was it was it was a good soft nice album. Uh it would it, it definitely fits in with uh Pike's 17 and 18 Spirit Winds and Astrodome in terms of like scope uh production exactly, you know, it's 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 a soft but driving acoustic rock album that's all basically like guitar rock and like guitar leads not bad didn't hate it didn't love it it's uh it's somewhere in the middle of my assessment of all these pikes yeah yeah totally yeah do you have anything more to say on it uh not really yeah. i i thought that that last song hearts delight i thought that one was pretty good yeah, Heart uh, Light was really good. Yeah, I really like yeah. that. The rest of the album was kind of very similar kind of, and not yeah, bad. Yeah. Just like so much of the same thing for like half an hour. And I kind of tuned out, you know. I was, I just like kind of sat here uh, at my computer and smoked some weed and listened mm-hmm. to it. And then I was like, huh, all right. 
smoke some more weed and listen it was it was one of those things where like it didn't give me a musical high at all i just had to get high while listening to it because i was like yeah yeah whatever yeah okay uh so what what, do you have a i guess like when um overall i think this would be a good soundtrack for a ride that's like a tour of bucket land Interesting, or or like an infomercial for Bucket Headland. Ooh, I like that actually. Yeah, an infomercial, yeah. like um, yeah, because it's it's kind of inspirational and in, at points, you know, mm-hmm. and like you could see that set to like people walking again, like walking on the beach, okay, or like yeah, hiking, yeah. or Ooh. like jumping up and down, or like you know oh, maybe playing yeah. volleyball in slow motion. So, I, I was thinking of uh, if it was more like you know like how they have it. Um, a lot of places where it's like a mini train that you go oh, and yeah. sit on. Um, yeah, yeah, Big yeah, like a mini train energy. of of bucket bucket land. But like instead of like little cars, they have little buckets that you sit in, and they fit like two people a piece. And um, it just cir- circles the park, and they're like, uh, and they just kind of yell out like when the attractions are. They're like. Uh, and then like three minutes later they're like this is parking and guest services (laughs) who is screaming why why is there screaming Uh, what is happening i don't get it because the guy that they employed is just like some stone to grindcore vocalist um, I want to see more of stoned grindcore guy like in reality. I don't see enough what are you of talking it. about you. You you lived with like Monty and Julian for a long time. You've seen more than enough of stoned grindcore vocalists I'm, I'm, in your I have, life. I know I have. You've I'm been just saying I would like to see more. It's no, fun. no, it's you've fun... been overexposed to stoned grindcore vocalist Spencer. You, know, you should want to know. see so much less of this. So, you don't know me, man. You don't know me. Mm, stone I like to live is, deliciously, okay? Mm, stone grindcore it's vocalists important. have nothing to do with deliciousness. Stone <laughs> grindcore vocalists are literally the least tasty people in the world. And yeah, that comes a from a person who has been the stoned grindcore vocalist. Wow. Um, Have I not? Pike number 32, the same age I turned a few days ago. You did, the same age I am now. Wow, look at that. Rise, rise, (laughs) rise of the blue lotus. November 8th, That's not 2013. a song on the album. It's not a song like on the album. It's a song I just made up for the album. Yeah, keep uh, it November up. It's 8th, great. 2013. Uh, I liked this one. This one was fun. It was good. It, it, it didn't, honestly, you, you liked this one, but didn't like the last one. I liked the last one, but I liked this one too. I liked this one more than the last one. Yeah, it was a little more driving. So it was it was only yeah. three tracks, each of them yeah. like uh, eight to twelve minutes long. Uh huh. Um, Quite long. It was. I mean, all of them were good. It was. It was very soundtracky. I'd say. 
um, in a way. It was yeah. all soft. It was all basically kind of the same stuff as the previous album. It was like um, driving acoustic parts and then, you know, a lot of leads and solos over it with both like finger picking and yeah. especially flat picking on both like electric acoustic but mostly uh nylon string acoustic guitar yeah. i really liked there was a song on here i really really liked this was my favorite song on all of all of these mm-hmm. of this batch this batch of ruski and it was oh. called uh, "The Flooding of Pain." Yeah, number two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. That's a yeah. good. That was a good song. Honestly, I liked that song it, it a was lot. A good song. I thought it had it, like a really good, like there's some really good melodies. I don't know. It just it so, felt really good. So honestly, that was the song on which I wrote the note that I thought this and the previous album, uh, Pearson Square, were recorded in like the exact same like session. Because yeah. all seven of the songs on these two albums combined sound similar like they have the same idea behind them i think and also i'd say the exact same with uh pike 17 the spirit winds and uh pike 18 the astrodome like they're all super cohesive together as albums and they're all kind of doing the exact same thing and actually using a a lot of the exact same if not very similar chord structures in a lot of what they do yeah, I definitely feel that, and yeah. I I liked it. I don't know. I feel like this one though, Forgotten Pain, especially, uh, feels like a better take on that stuff. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the previous record was cool, and it was yeah. fun. The, I mean, uh, but this one yeah. I feel like was a little bit better. So, like the songs I say, were a little more interesting. I'd say the production on this one at least was more interesting. There's a lot like more panning and automation, and interesting huh. things with like. Uh, at least what the guitar is doing. Sure. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, yeah, a lot, pretty good. A, lot, a lot of reverb, too, especially on uh, 3, uh, Rise of the Blue Lotus. Super oh, yeah. heavy reverb guitar solo on nylon string. It's pretty sick. Yeah, you like to hear that. It's good. Like, some of the songs on this record reminded me a little bit of, like, William Ackerman type stuff. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a couple, like, little riffs here and there where I was like, oh, that's neat. That's cool. Hoops, dupes, and hollers, dog. Hoops, yeah. dupes, and hollers. Uh, this one is good. It is wholesome. It is a soundtrack to friendlier, better times with your family and friends. Well, I like that. Yeah. So I, I, um, actually said, uh, <coughs> still like continuing on with like concessions and rides at uh, Bucketland. This album is uh, the soundtrack to the waiting room at the nurses' station at Bucketland when folks get, you know, inevitably. Everyone gets hurt doing things sometimes, and especially when you have a theme park, people are going to get hurt um, in unintended ways, usually. you got to have a nurse's station, and you got to have a nice calming music for the, for the waiting room there. Yeah. And I think this is for that. Sure. That tracks. Pike 33, Pumpkin. October 29th, 2014. Two days. Two days before Halloween. 
Pumpkin. 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 So, um, this album fucking ruled. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I fucking loved. I love so this Bu- album. Bu- so, Buckethead made an ambient banjo noise album. Band. Oh, so it wasn't banjo. Techn- it was. It was two things. It was. It. It started out Koto. Uh, you know Koto. Uh, it, it, there's like a Chinese equivalent <laughs> to it too. It's. It's like the Japanese thing. The Japanese string instrument that's like a. I sure it wasn't Japanese... just a, a banjo. It it might have been. A, it it was definitely a banjo, like a banjo at the banjo, end. Though. The last the last track ended with like a crazy banjo part. But yeah, it was a pretty like, cool banjo for part. the first half of the album at least. It was Kodo, or or at least like something sampled and, and manipulated to sound like Kodo. The ancient, like, Japanese string <laughs> instrument you hear on Is everything. it ancient? I don't know if it's ancient. I mean, ancient enough. <laughs> it's like five fucking hundred years old, so shut up. Well, guitars it's a, are like, like a it's, thousand it's some, years old, it's, aren't they? Like, what the fuck? Guitars? I don't think all... so. Like, lutes, maybe. Like, guitars, not, <laughs> no. Guitars yeah, are, not guitars. I don't know. Guitars are I don't bullshit. know how old anything Why is. Why does everyone like... play guitar? Guitars dumb. Everyone yeah. should be like Sting. <laughs> it's all dumb. Life is dumb. What are we doing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is the Noise album, which is cool, uh, I guess. Is it? I, I, yeah. I feel like, in a way, it's um, it's like a Buckethead's take on like a traditional like Halloween noises album for a, a like a haunted house. Yeah, no, th- that's wow. a good way of putting it. Uh, yeah. That or like it's the score to like a low, low, low budget like indie right. horror. And, and so actually, I wrote in my notes here that this is the first album that sounds. This is the first Pike that sounds like I would have made it instead of you, except for maybe like Pike Thirteen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Interesting. Um, mm. This one. Okay, so I wrote a, a joke. In my notes here that I thought was because it's like the first thing oh, that's yeah, not yeah. I wrote, totally guitar centric. I wrote this oh. sounds like the score hmm? to a low budget indie horror film about rapey hillbillies, and then I wrote in quotation marks, "The hills have dicks." <laughs> the hills, the hills have dicks. I kind of, I think that might be the the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so, good. Uh, what I put was um, uh, it sounds like an ancient Japanese ghost uh, burning a forest down in like retribution for something and then people having to like uh, take revenge on this um, ancient Japanese ghost and isn't it that ends the up plot that, like, to Princess Mononoke? <laughs> but no, no, I, um, because it has to be like rednecks that do okay. it with the way it ends. Because it, it sure. like tar- it, it goes from like all this like Koto, like very traditional Japanese type sounding stuff, 
uh, especially on like uh, tracks five. And so like uh, with pumpkin, it doesn't have track names. It's like pumpkin part one, pumpkin part two, and there's 18 tracks. Uh, most of them very short. I think the longest one is like three minutes long. Um, but you know, it, I, I'd say it's kind of like, I don't know in, in scope. I think it, he does a lot of stuff. John Carpenter does. He uses sure. a lot of samples and then there like were, minimalist, there were parts of this that but catchy. Me of, uh, uh, the Friday the Thirteenth, like okay, I can see like, that. There's yeah, like, yeah. weird stuff in there that I was like, ah, oh, that reminds me of, like the Friday the Thirteenth shit. Sorry, I interrupted you. Apologize. No, it's fine. No, no, I interrupt you all the time. That's uh, <laughs> what this podcast is about. Is we're we're high. I am high. And that happens. Look, you can see my laundry in frame in the camera. It's in that like, little bin thing there. I got to cool. fold it. Can, I don't want see, to. Ah! You can see a... Uh, it's just haunting me behind me. I don't use enough. Pumpkin's a weird album. It's it's a Halloween noises album. It's an it album is, you buy but, for a dollar at but, Spirit Halloween I to put on while you try to lot. scare kids. I, I liked it probably the most out of all these three albums, and I would probably put it on my top five of the Pikes so far. <laughs> sure. Like, it would be, it's no, super it would weird. be number five. Like, I would say, like, if you're going to listen to this album on Brit's recommendation, like, do keep in mind, this is a noise album. It's it not, is. like, it's it not is. musical. <laughs> it's <laughs> Which not. Is, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's interesting. You it's know it's I mean? definitely noise, it's and um, I mean, there's interesting things about it though, and there there are tracks that are fairly musical. Like, uh, track ten uh, is like this very weird, frantic like use of the kodo or banjo or or whatever he's using, and it's like very shreddy, but at the same time, it's more like anxiety, yeah, inducing frantic, and it's it, very it's, tense, yeah. As as like. You know, you know, uh, gosh, how do I explain this? Here we go. Backstory. The way I look at music is it is like any other art in that I think the more it makes you feel something, the more valid is art it is usually. Like if sure. I hear something and I'm like, God, that pisses me off. Like I need to explore why it pisses me off. If I listen to something and I'm like, that's just fucking phenomenal. Like, I need to explore why I I feel that way, right? It's like uh, I have to be, I, I feel this, um, you know, borderline autistic need to feel um, more connected to the music in, like, an intellectual way, you know? Intellectual music. Yeah, well, I gotta get, I gotta, music. I gotta understand, I gotta understand exactly why i like music so much instead of just enjoying it like regular people cool you know i feel that i I feel that sure life be like that but i guess that's like that uh, you know maybe 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 33 listen to it and get weird it's it's good it it gets weird it gets weird but like it emoted me a good bit more i'd say than 50% 50% of the pikes at least like it it, it yeah. provided something that I was like oh 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 yeah oh. if you want to have some uncomfortable sex put that music on put that uh-huh. album on before you bone down do it 
Don't, See what's up. Don't challenge me. <laughs> you wanna you, you wanna feel weird while you're having sex. <laughs> Listen to Fike thirty three. I still don't think I've actually <laughs> done a fuck it to a bucket. And that's weird because like, you know, I'm about doing weird Yeah, that's weird. I haven't done that. We're all weird. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bucket fuck list. <laughs> bucket gonna... fucks. Bucket fucks. I think maybe the next time I have sex, which will probably be within the next week, I'm gonna have sex to Buckethead. <laughs> Please report back. I wanna know. Tell me what it was like. Tell me what they thought like, about it. <laughs> so, I mean, as usual... You gotta be like, hey, look, come, look but... I, I'm gonna put on some music, but, like, look, it's it's important because it's I, I do a podcast, okay? I'm a big deal, okay? I have to listen to this. It's, it's cool, all right? Don't worry about it, baby. It's cool. <laughs> it's all... It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it, baby. You're getting head. A bucket cast. <laughs> Brilliant. That's good. Um Well anyways. Yeah, hey, three bucket heads. We went to Buckethead Land and Did. it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so, uh what we didn't even go over uh, what this would be a good soundtrack to for a ride or otherwise. What are you? Uh, what are you? An existential crisis. Just Sorry? that's yeah. dino crisis. Did you say? I said existential crisis. Yes. Just just a general existential crisis. So general. I mean, there there were parts in which they um he, they definitely used um and so Dan Monty produced this album along with Buckethead. And they used uh, some samples of like children screaming. Sure. I like that. And there's like some machinery making. Yeah, lots of machinery. Lots of it's kind of industrial in a way. It's like kind of. uh, I I wrote that. um, So it's like uh, a lot of like alarms and stuff, and then like weird Japanese Kodo. Like it's a banjo. Yeah, yeah, but the way they do it like makes it sound like a Kodo. Like and and the the, the riffs he plays are very like They're very weird and like they they are and they're chromatic in a way that's like very Japanese too. And so I think he was trying to go for a Kodo thing until the end. Yeah, in yeah, which, and then it in becomes which it was very obvious. Because like I was having a hard time placing it too, like for the whole time i was like what so, is this like mm. what is this instrument like what the fuck is he playing and so, then he started playing the banjo shit at the end and i was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah, like, yeah i'm end, pretty sure it's just end, a banjo but, but it uh in, in the beginning like it was i don't think it was actually playing a koto but i think he sampled it to sound that way and Possibly, so i think yeah. it i think Maybe it was he's using like an to, like, on a banjo or some kind of shit it, it, Maybe it, he was doing that it was i i think it was uh ultimately like a That's soundtrack to like a crazy kung fu horror ride. Like imagine oh, you, get, you you get in like something that looks like a booth, 
to like a Chinese restaurant, you know, with like a whole sure. bunch of gourmet, uh, sorry, <laughs> gourmet, ornate, uh, uh-huh. gold leaf type, you know, uh, Chinese stuff around it. And it spins around a bunch, and then you see like a bunch of people fighting, but it turns into horror. Like, and the people fighting turn out to be all of them are vampires. Um, yeah, feel yeah. that like a a, a a kung fu vampire horror ride. You feel that? I feel that so but, much. But, it sounds but, so but good. The, the I end, need that for like, my soul right now, dude. The end, like the person who actually has to end up saving the day. It's just like a country boy, uh, like a uh, fella dressed up with like no shirt, but wearing some overalls and a KFC bucket on his head. Wow. It really paints a picture. It really does, Tom. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't know, man. Wow, that was a lot of bucket talk. Bucket talk. Mm, bucket talk. Bucket talk. Um, and bucket rock. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I, we're done talk, here, I don't know. I'm gonna I, come, I'm gonna come I kind of blew somewhere. my load early in the episode because I was like, candles, candles, candles. Because that's mm. like my recommendation is fucking go make a candle, dude. Yeah, candles but, but, are but, cheap but, as goddamn what shit. Else, what else like you the, can go buy yeah. like I, mm. the place I went to to get fucking wax. It was like two dollars a pound for the wax, and for like mm. a pound of wax, you can make like a couple decently sized candles. And it's like. Dude, like, why would you pay big candle prices when you can just fucking build, make big candles candle. yourself? It's easy as shit. Just fucking do it. Like, I what will, are you doing? Get it the fuck together. Come on, brah. Uh, anyways, uh, what you got, Rit? There, There is big candle that's kind of worth it. Like, I mean, when it comes to, like, actual, like, scent mixture, sometimes, like, there are people out there who really have their shit together and like oh yeah it's like yeah. it's like you know saying like hey i can make my own perfume whatever i i can make the best perfume because i know what i'd like and what i like to smell but sometimes there are certain blends that are things beyond the time you're willing to take oh, yeah. to do it and That's so true. you know like um what is it is it yankee candle is that the place that makes the really well, yankee yeah because like yanking like they're like yanking a dick like they're jerking off like yankee candle yeah yeah <laughs> so <laughs> is it is it yankee candle or uh, yeah yeah yeah. I think it's Yankee Candle. Yeah, yeah, like yanking, like yanking on a dick, you know. Like, like jerking like, off. Like a grant for a barbecue bath for <laughs> Nathan Yankus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Yankus, you know. Mm. <laughs> That's what it's called when you get a handy in a bathtub filled with barbecue sauce, <laughs> BBQ sauce. It's a Yankus right there. BBQ one. That's a. It's a hard Yankus. BBQ hand job. <laughs> like, the only lube you got is barbecue sauce. It's not a hand J, that's a hand JBBQ, my dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we uh, normalize as a society uh, calling hand jobs HJs? 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. It's good. It's just it's short to the point, you know. I mean, like, yeah. There's nothing else we will ever call in society that has those initials, right? H J. Horse jump. Like what? Of course, yeah. horse jump, dude. Wait, excuse me. Horse jump. Like horses, horse jump. dude. They jump. Yeah. Like you're gonna say like. Wow, that was a sick HJ, and That's like true. you're not gonna be talking I mean, about hand jobs. You're gonna be talking about like horses jumping. You're gonna be like that, uh, that, would, that was that a would sick HJ, and I your friend's was... gonna be like, like like Listen, horses, right? Not, you're like yeah, of course. I am like a the... privileged white person, but I'm not nearly <laughs> privileged enough to fuck horse girls. And so, yeah, no, like fucking horse girls. Like imagine. <laughs> When you're born, your parents have to be worth at least $2 million for you to be able to fuck a horse girl. I'm just saying that right now. Like, unless you've you've got, like, some You mean, like, girls who actually had horses? Yeah, girls who grew up having horses. Well, I mean, I knew knew a lot of girls that were, like, really interested in horses, but, like, did not... But I'm talking horses. about like, and like for me, that was always the horses. horse girl archetype yeah. was that they loved horses but did not have a horse. No, no, no. Right? no I never I'm knew talking, anybody I'm, with I'm a horse. I'm talking about a horse girl who's like always had horses growing up because her parents are that rich. Like, you have to. Ha- She's a horse it- girl and she bounced around town. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's not wrong. You're a rich girl, and your horse horse girl are really you're interchangeable. Like it's it it if you, your parents are like, oh yeah, you need to ride a horse. There is literally like two options here. You're rich as fuck, yeah, or you're Native American, and like, mm, I mean, there there are definitely like. People. You're a horse girl, and you got no over. I guess, or, or if you live on a ranch, which is, yeah, I guess, yeah. the third thing. That's, I mean, people but raise animals. I, I feel like white reasons. people who own ranches at this point are like rich, right? I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about that world. But it's a probably, horrible world. I don't know. I've gone too far, but you know it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Why am I doing a Connery impression? It's not a very Connor, a good and Connery impression. Oh, no, it's terrible. It's bad. Anyways, but, but I recommend one. you make it's fucking good. candles because it's easy as shit. Don't be a pussy. Uh, what do you recommend? Um. So, like a, a week and a half ago, um, someone who I'm seeing. It's like, hey, we should watch Avatar because it's really good. <laughs> and, you know, oh like, yeah, <laughs> it's really good, huh? I'd uh, <laughs> I'd read about it online before and stuff. Um, wait, Ava- wait, no, 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 you're not talking about the fucking blue dicks. You're talking about no, I'm talking about Avatar: talking about Last Airbender, shit. the show <sighs> that was on Nickelodeon yeah. in like what, like 2010 or something. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. And yeah, um, people really like that show. They do. And I never yeah. really knew why. And I was like, oh, it's just like a kid's anime show, whatever. But then someone I'm seeing was like, hey, you should 
you want to watch this because it's actually like really actually really fucking good and um i'm about done with the third season now i'd say in the last like two weeks i've probably watched uh like 25 hours of the show like 40 episodes it's really good cool I'm glad you it's, like it. It's, it's really it's it's an absolutely fantastic show. Like the characters are great. The character arcs are really like interesting. There's I'd say maybe one or two stinker episodes in the entire series so far. Like there's one episode that I was just like, eh. And I just like smoked a bunch of weed through, and that was it. But other sometimes than you that, gotta do that. Sometimes there's a, a weed smoking episode. It was you know? so good. That's it's so life. good all the time. Uh, it's um. um I, I, I want you to edit together all of my burps into like just a montage. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Just a big long montage. Yeah. Mm. Pretty long. Good. Uh, well, that's cool. You know, I, I've heard a lot of good things about that. It's something that like. I don't know. That's a thing where, like, I'm never going to care enough to watch that show on my own, but not because I think it would be bad or anything, but just because, like, I just, I don't know. I, I have a hard time watching TV shows when I'm by myself. I like to do other stuff. But. Are you kidding me? You've watched a lot more TV shows when you're by yourself than I have. I've been catching up lately know. and just like, like I don't recommending watch that a lot more TV, stuff. Though, like, I, and if, mm. if I'm watching TV, I'm typically watching it with somebody else. Uh, typically, not all the time, but most of the time. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl. You can rely on the old man's Dude, money. Were you, you can rely were you there on when, the old man's money. Were you at Hollow Notes with me? I don't honestly remember. I don't know. Or was I've it seen, just your I've parents? Him, I think, was I there with live. your parents and not you? Or were I, you there too? I don't know. Because I think I've seen them three times live. And I have this weird we memory where I'm like standing next to your dad watching Hollow Notes and I don't know where you or anyone else I know is. It's just like me and your dad watching all the notes. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or like I just like made that up. No matter uh, but what, I'm pretty sure that's a memory I, I'm I have. Gonna, I'm going to definitely throw the horns at that. <laughs> that's messy as fuck. Uh, you never know, you know. It's like once you... Hanging I feel like out, there's a threshold of like weed smoke where like at a certain point... Like hanging out, hanging out with my dad when you're fucking wrecked <laughs> is the most metal thing you can do. <laughs> like, cause it's just like a dude who will just like start talking to you for like 45 minutes about Emerson, Lake and Palmer. When the, you're yeah. Wrecked. And like really lay, and, like, lay on like the history yeah, and like yeah. what you need to know. No, it's awesome. Know. And, and it's you're great. like having the spins and shit. You're like, and you're wow. just like, Thank you uh, for this information. I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but the, at the end of the conversation, you're like, "That was really cool, dude. Thanks, dude." And uh, that's all you got is like, "Yeah, my dad doesn't care how wrecked you are because he's borderline autistic." Uh, 
Sure. Sure. I've uh, I've had a lot of good times talking to your dad about Me too. speaker cables and speakers and just all sorts of cool stuff. He's filled with a lot of relevant information. Yeah, he definitely has. It's pretty rad, and you love to see it. Relevant info. Anyways, I think that that's. I think we did it. I think we we done went and did it. Did we gone and do it? <laughs> we we went and gone and done it. All right. Well, there's a... we got her done. Did we get her done? Yeah. That's cool. Er, the proverbial oh. er has been. Do you um? If, uh, folks want to look look at you on the internet, what can they what can they do to do that? I don't don't just don't. I don't care. You don't care about that anymore. <laughs> no, just don't follow me. So, Spencer Weston Hodge is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you can you can find him at New Metal Karate Society. Uh-huh. Thank you. Or new metal he, chaos, new metal, a lot of things. But yeah, or you should at follow, Wizard Battle follow, online. It doesn't matter. You can find me Britain's at thing. the Queer yeah, Goth in several places. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can find us um, on uh, BucketCast.biz. Wait, no, and it's GettingHead.biz. I'm sorry, GettingHead.biz. GettingHead.biz. Um, Twitter is at the bucket cast, I think. Is that right? Or a bucket cast? I, I, I think it's at a I bucket forgot. cast. Sorry. I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Nothing matters. You know what? Nothing, you yeah. know what matters? Syphilitic Rockstar Dicks. Nothing matters. Syphilitic Rockstar Burrito Dicks. Stop. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. I like that they <laughs> ordered. Up, Doug? I like that they ordered burritos and they weren't like, yeah, let's just do it with tacos. They're like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, you, the burrito okay. will have like the full <laughs> coverage. Like, that's such a like terrible. Like, I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet Tommy <laughs> was like, I'll get a burrito. Uh, Mick, you can have a taco. <laughs> like, or like, I think you that would have been like, a better. So story. presumably they had like I don't know like beans and sour cream and like cheese and tomatoes and maybe some meat and stuff around their yeah, dicks. Right? Did, like, and, like, and then they, they just like walked around with their dicks all like. Oh, so I had to imagine that they like stuck their dicks in the burritos and then like wiped them off with a napkin or whatever. So it like yeah, but it was like, but, like why did like, why wouldn't you just wash your fucking penis like why right? like, exactly? Why, so like why go when they went this? back to their girlfriends, they were like. <laughs> What? Why do you have refried beans on your on your dick? What? That's 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 far more suspicious than like, far more. Like your dick tastes like chorizo. Like what is happening here? Is that, why is your dick Chipotle? Like. Is this a piece of cheese? Like, just, like, picks up a piece of cheese. <laughs> There's, like, shredded lettuce just, and, like, Pico de Gallo, like, all along Tommy Lee's dick. <laughs> he's, like, 
I don't know, babe. <laughs> Can you imagine the conversation if she's like, you stuck your dick in a burrito. Like, why did you stick your dick in a burrito? <laughs> That's a better conversation. Like, why did you cheat on me? Because there's so... <laughs> like, if I was dating someone that they cheated on me with another person, I'd be like, okay, cool, fine. But, like, if I, if I was like... Why are all these nachos inside of you? That'd be a much harder conversation. <laughs> It'd be so weird. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want you to know. Obviously, nacho. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Has this been Brit? This has been Brit. <laughs> this that has been Brit, and this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket, bucket cast. cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. <laughs> Namaste. everybody thanks for listening we really appreciate it if you liked our podcast or even if you didn't like our podcast we'd love for you to go please rate and review it over at apple podcasts that's uh how we get more listeners and i i don't even know how it works it's i, I was just i was told to do just 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 fucking do it please 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 god damn it